A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Oh, man. As oh, I take man. a big draw from that cigar, we're back at Instill Distilling Company. Man, this is my favorite place. No lie. I wonder why. I don't know. Um, I'm not biased or anything, but this show is presented by... Brought to you by Killcliff Energy and Killcliff CBD. Super. We're all proud gassed to be up sponsored by it. I'm all jacked up on it right now, man. I tell you what, I, I drink the Flaming Joe, and I'm out of my gosh darn mind. I didn't have one. You guys are running around like I can't say the word, can I? I feel like I can conquer the world. It runs with right cretards. Cre- cre- well, we are here live today. We're tailgating again. We're still in the playoffs. How long does the NBA playoffs and the fucking hockey playoffs go? I feel like every show as, we've been tailgating as long for as playoffs. It takes. As long as it takes. It's a lot of tailgating Can we jump right playoffs. into it, though? No, because we're with Jason from Legion Redacted Jason. today. Which is a whole different type of gamer. He's a, it's a, what, is, what the fuck is a Legion Redacted? Real quick. It's Legion Redacted is just kind of a, a name we came up with because uh, we couldn't think of a real name. So we just redacted the name by not doing one. Oh, uh, that's cool. But what what is it? Like, what's the club? What's the group? We're we're just a bunch of nerds. Uh, it's tabletop strategic wargaming. Uh, you build, you paint, you play, and it's just for the listeners out there. These guys, uh, they've been longtime supporters of Instill Distilling yep. Company. Um, they show up about once a month. Uh, Pre-COVID, that was the the dream was once a month, but then COVID hit, and we do have a tragic story about that. Uh, I don't know why I laughed when I said we have a tragic story about that. Nervous um, laughter. Tragedy. Nervous it, was always, nervous there you go. it was a nervous laugh. There you go. But um, we got up with these guys, a bunch of veterans. Um, not everybody's a veteran in the group, but there's a lot of veterans in the group. Jason, you're a veteran. Um, I am. Of what service? Uh, the Army. I did uh, five tours with the 82nd. Jesus. Only five? five so tours. I was only there and, for and eight you, years. And you've got to be an That's infantry it. guy. Uh, yeah. Because I I watch you do some real stupid shit um, <laughs> all the time. It seems like when you're here, I'm like, why? If why it is works, is it stupid? No, um, I guess not. But I, I have watched you carry heavy things and been like, hey, you know, there's a dolly right over there, right? And you're like, ah, fuck it. I can. I only got 20 more feet to go, and you just hump it out. So I knew you had to be infantry of some sort. But uh, these guys, they show up and um, they game on these tabletops. They war game Warhammer. I think is the, the the name of the game. If I if I'm not mistaken, somebody was supposed to plug my my computer in and it didn't get plugged in. Seems like a you problem. So is this kind of like Dungeons and Dragons type thing, or um, a little more it, badass than that? Or? It, way more badass way than more, that. Okay. It's it's like Risk oh, with big fan of Risk with each individual unit represented by its own model. Interesting. You you build the models. They're so all the they, models are customized. You build them all. All customized, hand painted. About two inches tall for an infantryman, and going up from there with war machines. And they take uh, they take coke cans, they cut them in half, they make bunkers out of them. I mean, the shit that huh. they do, the creativity is crazy. And you know, um, I, I, I served in the military. 
um, combat arms the entire time. And I I, heard I, that sand rumor. tables, sand tables were a lot of something that we did a lot of, right? And when I watched your guys' games, it was like you guys were. Bu- and to be honest with you, uh, my favorite thing to do is build sand tables. I'd get you know wicked, it, wicked with it. That's um, all we're doing is intricate sand tables. Now and, what? Uh, what is a sand? Working table? out the so battle. So sand tables when you're planning out, um, like let's say we're we're doing a raid um, on a town or a village. Um, one thing we're going to do is we're going to take a big giant sandbox that everybody can stand around and we're going to recreate the terrain and all of the features inside a sand table. And so for me, I always have, and, and, and a lot of operators and a lot of infantry guys, um, other combat arms guys, they have little kits with GI Joes and cars and fake buildings that they do so that you can really recreate that you can really recreate the scene. And so, you know, what you'll do is you'll fill it full of sand. And I like to take the old knife hand, like if there's water, and you and you, you knife hand the creek as it goes through, and you, and you pull out strings to make your grid lines uh, so that you know which, which part of the map you're looking at on the table. And then I would take the blue chalk from uh, from a chalk line, you know, yep. that you get at Lowe's, and then you would fill the, the little creek up with blue chalk so you you got the water. And, and people really get intricate. Some guys drop in, like, um, bladders of water. To like represent a pond. Now let me ask you this: This is how you basically strategically plan the mission that you guys are going to go on, right? No, the, the plan is already planned, and then you're going to brief it on a sand table. Does so, it ever work out the way you brief it? It should, at least the key points, the infill, the exfill. What's like the percentage you, of times where it goes exactly the way you try to play it out you, on the sand? You table? probably get about sixty-five, seventy percent of the it's sand table it, happening. In in training, ninety-five percent of the time, it's not going to be. I figured. Right, but when you're actually on boots on ground, a lot of your operations are going to probably, at least the main basics, right? At least, like, when you see it on a sand table and then you get boots on the ground, you can kind of remember that sand table and be like, shit, look, if we need to draw back to the water, there's a huge trench just to the right of us. Because if you're looking at the table and and you've got G.I. Joes and you're you're the tan G.I. Joes on the left side and your adjacent forces are the green guys on the right side of the creek, if you're in the real shit and you know that the green guys are in, in a lot of mess, you know because you looked at the sand table, there's a creek between the two of you guys and, you know, you might be able to be moving towards that creek and if you're moving towards the creek and it's at night and you see a big, large building, you're like, shit, this is that big building that you guys feel like that helps with with training visualization and muscle memory is huge man i wasn't in the military but in law enforcement i learned that much so that way when you get into the shit we do in in law enforcement we do a actual recon because we're able to do that so if we're doing a search warrant on a house we will get in an undercover vehicle and we'll actually drive by that house get eyes on the house actually our policy was that you have to put I mean, the policy still is. Most departments are that way. That you have to put eyes on that target before you can uh, do your search warrant. So we'll actually just drive through it. So a sand table isn't necessarily... um, I mean, when you're talking about loss of human life potential, I mean, it's really important to do that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be a shame if you you know, assaulted the wrong enemy or hit the wrong house, you know? I can't think of a worse case scenario. Oh, my gosh. Are you saying like a friendly fire type thing? And speaking of friendly fire, something I wanted to get to, to sort of tease a future show we're about to have is this a small conspiracy or a big one, depending on how you look at it. yeah, I love conspiracies, brother. It was just Memorial Day. Uh, Pat Tillman is a high profile because of the sport he played, um, fallen soldier of war. And there's a conspiracy that, he wasn't just killed by friendly fire, that the government had him killed. Do you guys buy into that at all? No, I no. don't. No, you don't think so? So, have you? I mean, you guys would know better than me, obviously, being there and doing the thing. Soldiers, does, it, does it seem like that that's the story that they tell? Does that seem plausible, like that's kind of what happened? Get, soldiers get wicked drunk. 
Um, we like to we like to tell stories. Um, I mean, we, it's we funny. We live off stories. We live off the stories, right? And I, I think the reason why, is, I mean, I don't know, but, you know, everybody's like, yeah, my father saw some shit, and he doesn't talk about it. Well, our generation, all the guys that see some shit, we all kind of talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, I think you get that many rangers, and there's some kind of government conspiracy. How do you get them not to talk? Yeah. Well, I can understand that because I, I always talk about how the government is incompetent, so it's And how do tough. you crack that brotherhood, too, that... Mm. It, it's it's something different when you're over there, knee-deep in it, and you know that you have to rely on the guys around you. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I wanted you. to shoot my fucking lieutenant in the back um, a thousand times. I thought he was a huge douchebag. Um, I'd have loved to put one in the back of his skull. I think he was the most selfish, most conceited, most fucking worthless piece of shit on the planet that was only uh, making decisions based on getting promoted. Tell I me how you really feel. to fucking drop a grenade down the back of his shorts and run. Now, wow. would I ever do it? Fuck no. No, because at the end of the, day, the, end of the day, he's, he's still my team. brother, right? You know, I'm same. not going to fucking kill or murder my own, my own kind. And even if I was like that, fat chance that we're going to find two guys like that, three guys like that, four guys like that, five guys that all have that same murderous mentality. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. The stars would have to really align that yeah. out of five, six, three, four dudes that you're going to find 100%. I'm down to fucking kill this guy. Well, now I mean, let me unless ask he you was guys, diddling children. Well, well, let me ask you guys this, right? You guys both served, and we all thank you for your service. But if you were a at least good enough athlete to play in the NFL, like Pat Tillman was, would you ever, even as much as you loved, I'm sure, supporting this country? I say right would now, would you quit the NFL and go do it at 37 years old in and owning? Yeah, I, I say at 37 years old and owning a distillery and doing this podcast and and truly being happy, married with three kids. Everything it seems to be playing out in my life, I'm, I'm so humble and blessed to tell you. But you've you already done fucking it. Fucking awesome I am. <laughs> so, I'm so, so rich right, right now. No, I'm just kidding. Hashtag wonderlust. Hashtag traveler. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Um, by the way, if you follow my at Eric Tanzi official, those are all my hashtags. Um, and they're all serious. I'm being dead serious. on Cherishing sunsets. Eric Tanzi, um, fit mom bod. Fit mom. <laughs> fit mom over 40, baby. Uh, but I would say that if we invaded Syria or invaded China, whether I, I thought that that was another bullshit, uh, big government, big war, which, hey, baby, big government's back, so I know the big war's coming. Yep. Uh, if there's another invasion and I'm okay brother. to go, and, and I'm not over that, which I'm not yet, I'm 37 is, I can still get a waiver to get in, I, I'd still fucking... Saddle back up, would you? Yeah, I, I just signed on my first house today, and I would leave it. Congratulations. Leave it behind. Yeah, and, uh, to go get, step get a little bit more dumb-dumb. Now, with all due do respect. do what's got to be done. Yeah. Do, does that seem to. like you need a certain type of crazy to do that? Again, with all due respect. Uh, he, 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 he has a club called uh, Legion Redacted, which is a group of probably over 100 nerds that come in and set up fucking sand tables in a distillery once a month and play from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m., um, with these games. I mean, that level of bravery needs a certain sense of crazy, right? I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. There's a reason we played at a distillery. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I found is when these guys came to me, so the first group that came to me to do this war gaming thing at the distillery, they were from the Air Force. And they got it funded through the Air Force's health and wellness because the Air Force truly does care about their fucking men. Army would never do something that cool. But um, they, they're part of their health and wellness program. They actually funded these guys to play a pirate game. Uh, it was a very similar game to what you're you're playing, but they do it with pirates, um, and they have ships, and they it's uh, kind of set in the revolutionary. So there's revolutionary war soldiers, and it's it was nice. historical war gaming, and so they have the same water the the um, they have the tape measures to measure 
you know, how to move them in, just like you guys, all, but they have protractors. And so they, yes, and so their ships had sails. And so, like, if you were going to, if you wanted to move in into this one port and you had to roll a certain amount of dice and you got a certain amount of points to do things. And so if you wanted to raise all your sails and use all your points to raise your sails to point your ship in the right direction, that's what you do. Or you could raise one sail to get it partially moving while using your other points to reload a cannon and stuff like that. But it's a crazy war game. And what I found was that the veteran community, it gives you so much time to think about strategy. And I can really see how that would cope with PTSD. And it really didn't hit home how important this was until your teammate that you started regionally detected. I'm sorry if I bring this up. Um, I I didn't give you any notice that I would bring it up. But when you guys came here and COVID hit, um, and one of your, your buddies, his name was Josh, and he'd reached out and said, hey, what about let's let's get this war game back going? And I said, dude, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. This is back when we thought it was a real pandemic. We thought it was a real threat. <laughs> and so we didn't we didn't do the game. Um, and and I, I put it off, right? And then he said, well, when do you think we can go? And I said, probably not until July. Um, and I think that was on a Wednesday, and I believe on a Friday. Was it a Friday that he committed suicide? Uh, it was Thursday. Thursday. So I had talked to him on the Wednesday. Maybe it was you, whoever it was from the group. Um, I think we had both talked to you. You both day. talked to me. And then and then he committed suicide right, right after we said we couldn't do it. And um, I've, I then realized how important what you're doing is. Um, it's getting guys out of their fucking basements that are in their basements alone with their thoughts, drinking way too much caffeine, way too many Mountain Dews, um, and having real, you know, this is their opportunity to get out. And I noticed that the guys that you bring to my distillery, they're all stereotypically broken uh, visually. They're either excessively overweight. Uh, they, they just ha- they have issues where they, the only thing that they can really do for fun is these styles of games. The only camaraderie that they get. And, you know, there's guys with canes, lots of guys in wheelchairs that come to this thing. Yep. A lot of veterans. A lot of veterans. A lot of veterans. Um, and so what you're doing is very important. How did you get into that? Uh, so I origi- I'm guessing five tours in the 82nd Infantry probably had a little bit of something to do with it. I, I originally played, you know, as a as a young kid, and then I left, and, and I did it for real. And I came out, and uh, when I, you know, demoed from the Army and was trying to transition back to civilian life, I just toxic toxic event after toxic event uh i hooked up with a motorcycle club because i've missed that brotherhood and wanted that brotherhood and found myself in all kinds of bad situations heading towards worse i lived either on my motorcycle or at the bottom of a bottle sometimes at the same time uh and my kid found a video game uh an xbox game for warhammer and was like I want to play this so you know being trying to be a good parent finally uh you know we looked at it and we saw that there was a games workshop in Raleigh Mm -hmm. we swung in we picked up a box uh me and him started going up there to the shop learning how to paint them and build them again and I met a couple other veterans that were just broken and looking for a way to kind of be in the military without being in the military again and kind of reliving some of that through gameplay on on the tables and developing that camaraderie. And, and, uh, you know, the first time that you, the first time that you guys came in here and again, I I didn't know that Josh was going to, to commit suicide. 
um, and, and he was a military veteran as well. Um, so, you know, really part of that whole 22, Mission 22 thing um, really hit home. And this was before, though, and, and when you guys had first came in, and that's why I think we all fell in love with each other as far as using our spot to be your game is because you guys all walked in. I had no idea what kind of people you were. Had no idea. And I said, but if there was a, that many people, I think, dude, there must have been like fucking 70, 80 people in here. Yeah, we were, we were running huge. full bore. I think we were just under 74. 74. And when I saw that many people in here at 730 in the morning ready to start their gameplay, and these guys are getting serious. They're lining their, their guys up. They're building their tables. They're getting their dice all set up. They got all this shit going on. It was real serious. And I said, well, fuck, if this is that serious of a game, we're doing the fucking, uh, we're doing the Pledge of Allegiance before we start. We have a massive flag. And I just got up and I said, look, guys, we're going to do the fucking national anthem. This is my distillery. If you fucking take a knee, I'll throw you the fuck out. I'm just kidding. No, I won't because I believe in freedom. You do what you want. But just know that I will shame you for it later. Uh, Everybody got a good chuckle, which I wasn't expecting that. Everybody put their hand over their heart. It was the loudest at 7. It was like 7.40 in the morning. Every hat Every was off. Every motherfucker was saying the national anthem as if it was the last time they were ever going to say the national anthem. I mean, it was thunderously loud inside of our distillery. At the end of the night, and I had given my, my house cleaning things. I said, hey, guys, look, we're closed on Sundays. We're open for you. But look, I have to clean those fucking bathrooms. And you're all fucking chugging Red Bulls right now. You guys got pizza already. It's 7.40 in the morning. You guys are going to be shitting on my bathroom. Just keep it. Minimal. Just know that I have to clean this later. You guys clean the bathrooms. You guys all divvied out. Just like in the Army, you had dudes breaking down tables. You had guys cleaning up certain spots. You had guys on the bathroom detail. You had guys trying to mop my fucking floors. I was like, you guys don't have to do any of this. But it really was like... It was like watching a, a, a. It was just like doing anything you do in the military. It, it just automatically knew. It's that mentality. You can't. You can't get that mentality out. And the neck beards that were dragging out of grandma's basement, and those guys that haven't seen the light of day on their skin in weeks or years, right. you know, are getting out and they're getting social interaction, and suddenly they're not shunned. They're right. not. They're not that obese, nasty creature that's the shame of America. They are. They can come out and they can, they can roll. You know, better on any given day than, you know, somebody out here that's benching four hundred pounds and they just dominated this guy that dominates them in every aspect of real life. And, that, and now they're proud. And that probably yeah. stems from and your you know, trophies. Your trophies are amazing. You guys make trophies for all these events and and. They're usually custom made. Uh, one guy made custom dice. Another uh, another one tournament y'all did here. They made a, a custom blaster. I'm not a nerd, so yeah. Uh, uh, last what are pistol, you? Just one of the weapons. It was just a weapon, and it was made out of wood, you, a solid block of wood. Uh, no, it was it was, uh, it was 3D printed. Oh, uh, wow. So we run 3D printers. And That's real nerd shit. 3D printing it to get. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got to make your nerd support your nerd. But it's kind of like a badass nerd thing, right? I mean, obviously, as veterans, you're all badasses anyway. And I'm not a veteran, so I don't know shit. But I can imagine that that sense of camaraderie that in the brotherhood that Puhawk mentioned earlier, like, that's what keeps you guys and drives you guys going, right? So when you lose that and you're away from that, you miss it. The only, the closest thing, and it's not even close, is me playing sports growing up. And I don't really do it now so much. But I miss it, right? Of course, you miss running around and playing. I'm sure you guys miss killing bad guys, right? But well, at the end of the day, it's that brotherhood and the camaraderie that you lack after that it's like the missing piece that you need. So whatever way you can find it, I'm sure when it comes to, you know, you guys playing your games together, that's sort of the way of coming back together. There's a and parallel between, and you're right, you're right, Joe. There's a parallel between <clears throat> military and law enforcement where 
when people try to transition out, they, they get, just like our guest has said, that, you know, people kind of get sick and go down a, a rabbit hole, and, and some people get stuck, and unfortunately some people take their own lives. But I've found that um, the people that make it and thrive are ones that surround themselves by like-minded people. And, you know, in this case, we're calling them nerds, but they're, they're brothers, they're friends, you know what I mean? And the same thing goes with law enforcement and military. You you are who you surround yourself with. I like to say iron sharpens iron all the time, right? And, like, I, I know you two guys as vets probably would agree with me that, you know, you've got to surround yourself with positivity and uplifting shit when you get out of the shit. Well, I, you know, I think you have to find a hobby, right? So what saved me, uh, I wouldn't say saved me, but what gave me an outlet was wine and wine studies um, and, and beverage, right? And that's what led me into opening up a distillery and to eventually doing this podcasting. But I've always had something to take my mind off of. I, I always say one of my favorite quotes of all time um, is work so hard, your demons are too tired to fuck with you. That's right. Um, and I'm constantly working on things. And so you, you in this Legion Redacted, you guys are all working because you're putting on these tournaments and these tournaments are no easy feat. They're building these fucking yeah. tables. And when the I say a sand table, the logistics are nuts. I mean, they're putting 40, 40 hardwood tables that are, you know, almost, uh, are, they're over hip high. Six and foot deep. by four foot. Six foot by four foot stable tables that they can put out these incredible graphics. And, and Noel, I'd like to send you some pictures and you can pop it up there because, and there's a guy who owns a karate studio um, down the road and he's one of the painters. Um, uh, his name is Scott. Uh, Shishao, and you know he's a badass guy, right? Miss martial arts, uh, been doing lots of tournaments and fighting tournaments. And when I saw him, at your, he's been at almost all your tournaments that you've held here, um, and he's so into it. He's into the he, painting. He's of one it. of our leading leading members with yeah. Legion Redacted, so. and he, and he wins the uh, best decoration because you guys are here because you're here, um, and gamers like stereotypically like Asian shit. For some reason, you guys are always into, like, weird Asian culture. They, that's why we got a, a token Japan animation. Guy. Yep. You guys are all into that Japanimation stuff. Not you. It's maybe. called anime. Anime. A lot of the nerds, they like the anime. I love so Dragon Ball Chef Z. Puhak decided to make an Asian dish just for this show in honor of Legion Redacted. Um, Chef Puhak, I know I've, I just brought you on at the wrong time because you're over there cooking. Anyway, you can jump back on this mic and tell us what is going on over there on that grill. It yeah, wouldn't be a tailgate without you, baby. I am curious of what is going on. So, you know, it's always been said, you know, conspiracy cuisine shows up, you better show up. So here I am showing the fuck up. I'm using a uh, dish called budejigi, which is Korean, which literally translates to army stew. Kind of ironic. We got some army guys here. The dish was created. Oh, you didn't plan that because we had an army guy here that's a gaming nerd. Hey, my Sometimes brain, my brain works a, a little bit. Okay. My brain works a little bit. <laughs> so up in my brain, I came up with this idea to do an army stew. If you follow any of my shit on social media, you know that I'm heavy Korean, heavy Japanese, heavy Chinese influence. And uh, this particular dish is called Army Stew, Buddha Jiggy, or, or as my kids call it, Booty Jiggle. Ah, and Booty so, Jiggy. And, and Booty Jiggle, it's, that. is that from the country of Taiwan? Yeah, from the country <laughs> of Taiwan. So what's Apologize. in it is a little bit of everything, man, and it's an American-Korean fusion. In this case, we've got these things that look like gnocchis. They're called tetabaki. They're big, thick. Oh, I love um, gnocchi. Big, they're, they're basically North Korean, Korean gnocchi. Yeah. They're, they're Korean gnocchi, basically. And North then, or South Korean? Korea. <laughs> oh, never mind. Just you kidding. There's two ass. different Koreas? I think so, there's three. Well, anyways, <laughs> and then there's ramyun, which are ramen noodles, and then we've got spam. We've got American cheese. We've got bratwurst. We've got um, wow. 
Uh, just putting that right up on the Blackstone. Just right on the Blackstone. Kalila, call Kalila. her by her right name, I'm man. I'm sorry, Kalila the Blackstone. Kalila. So well, I figure if we say Blackstone, the deal is, is, is this this shit was created after the armistice where Koreans didn't have a whole lot of ingredients, and so I'm firing it up. It, this whole meal to feed six people is probably like I don't know, twenty, thirty bucks, right? And it's gonna taste. That means delicious. he's gonna. That's, that means he's gonna write uh, Tailgate Legends a uh, invoice for like eighty bucks. That's right. Be like, bitch, you said it was twenty five dollars on the fucking. On the show, why are you invoicing me eighty bucks for all this food? Now well, it just worked. It just it. went. It just you went up to one hundred and twenty-five for uh, asshole tax. Yeah, yeah labor tax. Yeah. One hundred and eighty. What? Uh, what? You guys got some more tournaments coming up. What do you guys got? What do you guys uh, got next? Are we, you coming to Instill anytime soon? Because we'd love to have you. We do. I believe uh, Chris is going to be getting with you in regards to the June event. How do How do our our followers? Um, on our show, how do they get in touch with you guys to be a part of this? How do they, you know, can they start it in their own communities? Uh, so we have a Facebook page, Legion Redacted, on Facebook. We also have a Discord uh, channel. Uh, We're constantly talking uh, more social media, more better, I guess. More I don't know. I, I avoid all that stuff. Are you on um, social media at all? I. It can probably be for the best. I sometimes. do what I need to do to benefit uh, Legion Redacted, but... I, I'm really done with the left and right mud ball sling and Sam. Like I'm, I'm here. Well, you know, you know, Drinking Bros um, was started by by veterans. Um, you know, uh, from a lot of the guys from the Black Rifle Coffee Company, Jerry Ta- Jared Taylor, the Hot Dog King. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen Range Fifteen, uh, which is the movie. Uh, that was pretty much funded by Drinking Bros. Uh, you, you would understand it's, it's such a it's that no veteran should ever drink alone. Um, no, that was kind of the finding thing, and that's why we call it we're called Drinking Bros. Um, and we're the Tailgate Legends show. Um, and so, Drinking Bros, which go to drinkingbros.com for some best your best swag. We got the All Politicians Are Cunts shirter out from American Patriot Podcast, which is on the network Mar- of Drinking Bros. American um, Party. The American Party. I'm sorry. Close. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? So the American Patriot, which would work, which wouldn't be a bad name. American but, uh, Party. American let's give a Party. shout out to Dan Holloway and um, yes, a Medal uh, of Honor they, recipient. Yes, yes, Dakota Meyer. Dakota Meyer. And um, and so they have the All Politicians Are Cunts, the APAC shirts out. They have the Drinking Bros sports hoodies, jerseys, defund t-shirts, politicians, uh, defund politicians shirt, which is a real popular one right now. They Very were sold popular. out for a little while. It came back. Um, but yeah, head over at drinkingbros.com for all your swag needs. But yes, I think you wearing an all politicians are cunts shirt um, might be what you need for your for your next Legion Redacted tournament. Sounds like I need to head over there. Yeah, all politicians are cunts. You know, it, you're it, right it, on that. You said you it, don't like it, the social media. You no, know my favorite part of the social media is is watching Tansy try to do social media because he does like all the people out there who see the finished product of Tansy and his Instagram videos and everything. He takes about 15 to 20 tries to get the video just right. That is not true. And I love seeing the outtakes. No, no, no. That's only happened twice. And that's when I'm doing a sponsorship post. No, because I don't want to fuck up because I'm going to tag the sponsor. He's what? lying on camera what right now. No, confirm it. What was the other one? Every video I've ever seen you do. I'm not knocking you. I'm just oh, saying it's funny to watch. because I only do sponsorship videos around you because that's the only time I have social media. And around. then the, and worst, the worst part we will is be, we will be able to get this blooper reel where? Uh, I got to stop. No, I'll do it. I don't feel like I got to stop doing. I never redo posts at home. I only redo the posts. Well, the worst part is Eric will shit talk me while I'm doing conspiracy cuisine posts. So I'll like have a blooper oh, and he'll God. be like, oh, you're so stupid. I just. I just yeah, love how jacked you guys that's, are off that's this how kill they clip. Show you guys are jacked out of your minds, man. That's, <laughs> that's it. I mean, you know that we love you if we're talking shit to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's, well, that's, that's the sign of that's, endearment. That's what us guys do when they're in the military. You know, when we're hanging not, out with right? the, the Drinking Brothers, we were in uh, Dallas, and, and we were with Chuck Liddell and Michael Irvin and all those guys. And the whole theme of the weekend that we spent, um, everybody on the Drinking Bros staff and team uh, had a thing that was just, shut the fuck up, Tansy. So anytime I opened my mouth, they would all just yell, shut the fuck up, Tansy. Even if I had something important to say, like, you missed that fucking exit, that turn, they'd be like, shut the fuck up, Tansy. It's good to see that that's catching on. It's becoming yeah. a global thing. It's <laughs> We could all use Eric shutting the fuck up just a little bit more. You know who else should shut the fuck up? Kyrie Irving. Oh, God. I talked about Kyrie Irving in the last show, and I want to pick up where I last left off with Kyrie Irving. Now, is he back at it? He's back at it because I defended my city, Boston, um, him with the old trope of saying it's a racist city. He can get fucked, okay? Kyrie Irving came out, and like I said last show, um, he, he wants the fans to keep it to strictly basketball, inferring underlying racism in Boston, and he even ended up saying it later on. Now, Kyrie's a piece of shit. But wait, wait, when we're just keeping it to sports when everybody's taking a knee. Well, Kyrie uh, didn't take a knee. He did something worse, actually, in my eyes. He went over to the center of the parquet floor at the TD Garden in Boston, and he wiped his feet on Lucky, the logo, the Celtics logo in the middle of the court, right? So he, because he's, like we said last show about LeBron, LeBron is Kyrie's daddy, first of all, and he's insecure as fuck, and he, and he loves to play the victim, by the way, too, where he'll say, oh, let's just keep it to basketball. Don't say anything or do anything racist to me. So then he goes and he, you know, swipes his feet on Lucky's face as obvious disrespect, a sign of disrespect to his former team that he showed no respect to anyway, and then he gets a water bottle thrown at him. Now, let me just say. Yeah, you go and you fucking put your feet on somebody else's logo and you don't expect to get a water bottle thrown at you? Especially in Boston where we're prideful. But let me also just say that the guy who is a kid, he's 21 years old, who threw the water bottle, he's also an idiot. What are you Charged doing? with assault with a deadly weapon? Well, that's the thing, too. That's some bullshit. It's wow. not a deadly weapon, first of all. Second of all, it didn't even hit Kyrie. I bet he wish it did because then he could cry foul even more than he already is now. The, listen, don't get me wrong. The kid's an idiot. Don't throw a fucking water bottle onto the court. We've seen a lot of this in the NBA recently. I'm not sure why. Fans are allowed back into these stadiums, and for whatever reason, they're making it about themselves or running onto the court. Shut the fuck up. Sit down for the seats that you paid for and watch the fucking game. <laughs> I mean, Yell, is there know. a part of you that thinks that this is the NBA just trying to spice up the games to get more people to fucking I watch mean, it? It could be because their ratings are down, their but that's, that's more shit. because of their politics about how they care more about some asshole who approaches a cop with a knife instead of containment camps in China, which LeBron will go and not play in a game becomes, because some asshole decides to charge a cop with a knife, but he doesn't give a shit. When China gets brought up, he shuts his mouth and will give... It's because he's getting paid by China. Exactly, maybe. especially with Space Jam 2 that will suck, I promise you, will be a shitty movie. Fuck LeBron and fuck Kyrie. But the thing with Kyrie is you can't play the victim, but also try to escalate the situation. Right. Like, so I love it. If you listen to um, one of the other podcasts on our network is Icebreakers with Chuck Liddell. And it's a great show because it's with Adam Ray, the comedian. And Chuck is unapologetically himself. And it's amazing. It's it's so fun to listen to Chuck Liddell. He's just he does not give a fuck. Uh, he's great. And Adam Ray is hilarious of all times. But Chuck Liddell has this thing. Called, it's called um, a fighting offense. And he has fighting offenses, and it doesn't matter who you are, what time of day, or where it is. If you commit a fighting offense, it's a, a fight, fight will ensue. So he was talking about um, 
with all these, you know, taking the hat, um, which is uh, Logan Paul gotcha hat. took the hat uh, off of Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather yeah. We were in, and he was asked, you know, what do you think about that? That was scripted. And he's like, well, that's that's a fucking fighting offense. If you come and take a hat off my head, you're getting it's the fight is on. It's game. It's game on, right? Um, I feel like Kyrie Irving rubbing his feet on that thing. That's a fucking fighting offense. Yeah. And then he cries foul, and, and oh, it's it, a it sign must of have cowardice. Been. Exactly. If somebody comes and takes the eighty second flag. Off of your, you know, if if your brigade or your brigade flag, right? Like if a, if a separate brigade came into your brigades or your battalions, whatever you called it, it it's and, a throwdown. Right, it's a throwdown. Right, it's and it's if fucking, you don't that's participate in the throwdown, then we'll deal with you after the original offense. Exactly, like you don't go and fuck with somebody else's banner. You know, you know, I would never go to another logo and and you know, exactly disrespect. And, it and what's what even is doubly. Worse is the fact that he did that. A water bottle gets thrown on him, and he cries racism, because clearly the, the guy you know, who threw it was throwing he the was popcorn. Right, yeah. When when LeBron James made a huge deal about the throwing of the popcorn, who gives a fuck? Like people have been throwing popcorn. They're mm, in, they're the most insecure mm. athletes of all time nowadays. In general, pussies. most athletes nowadays are pussies they're and pussies. insecure. Yes. But especially a lot of the NBA athletes coming out, they look like. I mean, Kevin Durant had multiple burner accounts. How can you be one of the greatest basketball players to ever exist and have multiple Twitter burner accounts? How insecure can you fucking be? What's a, you really, what's a burner account? So a burner account, he had, he had fake Twitter accounts where he would see someone saying, Kevin Durant sucks, and he would go on his fake Twitter account and go, no, Kevin Durant's super awesome. And then he got caught because he forgot to switch accounts. And then he has the real blue checkmark Kevin Durant, like, no, Kevin Durant is awesome. Stop making fun of him. I mean, if you are... Th- yeah, why do you even look at your, you know, people talk shit about us all the time. Um, I've heard people say, like, mean things about me, and yeah, who cares? Know what it stemmed from is jealousy. Think about how stupid. I mean, if, if I was in Kevin Durant's situation, and I'm an amazing athlete. I'm making am- millions of fucking money. And these assholes are Way literally too much fucking money. money. <laughs> <laughs> millions <laughs> of money. Millions I, of money. I, I got what you meant. But these assholes who are chirping them are literally paying money to watch him play. That's all I would say. I was like, dude, listen. Say what you want, but you are literally paying half of your paycheck to come watch me play. So get fucked. That's the best response how, you can have, not how trying can to you defend not yourself. Be, how can you not feel righteous in saying, hey, look, I bounce the ball on a wooden floor, and I get more a year than you make in a lifetime. Each bounce yeah. is more than they yeah, get. Yeah, go ahead and I talk mean, all the shit you want, homeboy. I yeah. mean, and then, and then the strongest statement you can make is to attack a logo painted on exactly. the floor because that logo can't attack you back. So what I what I go to is where does this where does this stem from? Where does this start? What is the genesis of this insecurity? And I'm sure everyone's got their own insecurities for whatever reason, but I believe oh it's because God. nowadays the AAU game and the athletes nowadays are literally like LeBron was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was like 15 years old. And his whole life, no one told him no. His whole life, he was called the chosen one or the king. And a lot of these athletes nowadays are just completely get their dick sucked for lack of better phrase every day every single time they dribble a ball and then the second someone goes against the grain and goes actually no you fucking suck they go and cry and they say racism or it's this well, and that if and i suck bullshit. so bad why are they paying me millions of money but that <laughs> but millions what, of money that's what they just should say shut the fuck up and play if you don't like it then guess what beat their team and don't rub your fucking feet on the logo when you're all done, it, you pussy. It's the culture that we're, that we're feeding and fostering here in America. Absolutely. It is the... It's trendy right now. Pussification of America. It, it is the 
First Amendment means that you can say whatever you want, but you only have to hear what you want to hear. Well, not everyone right. you understands that. You don't that. have to hear anybody else. Prince and Harry doesn't get the First Amendment. We don't. <laughs> Did you hear that? He doesn't understand it. It seems crazy to him. Well, I me. mean, they had their chance in the 1700s. <laughs> and, yeah, they uh, fucked up, didn't they? They definitely yeah. lost. And that's why we have the Prince First Harry. Amendment, you fucking... Yeah, just the First Amendment to Prince Harry. And your fucking $15 million house in uh, Santa Barbara, California. He's really fucking suffering. Yeah. You fucking... Poor Prince Harry. Poor guy. Well, here's your Asian dinner. Um, Real quick, I don't want to read your I believe this is mine, right? I, so. I mean... This, you can you can have it. I've this had flaming enough. Joe that we'll talk about. I don't about think later. I'll sleep tonight. I've been all jacked up on this flaming Joe. All yeah, well, they've been out of it day. for so long, and then um, Killcliff just but sent it's us back, a whole. Baby. They sent us a whole oh. box full of <laughs> of Killcliffs, and so uh, the flaming Joe's been out for a while, and so we all, we all went ham today because we haven't had it in a hot minute. And so right. we're all a little bit jacked. Is there any up. ham in this? To do. Go ahead. Yeah, there grab is. this. Ham or spam? Uh, Both. What's the difference? I'm gonna go ahead and dig into this. Well, food. it's pork. No ham in here, but. You got bratwurst, you got spam, you got the Asian noodles I talked about earlier. Crazy the, to me as a chef, this is the craziest flavor profile you ever stick in your pie hole. Yeah, Listen, wow. speaking of tailgates and, and relating this to a tailgate, this would be so perfect with tailgating in New England when it's cold as fuck, mm-hmm. or in Buffalo when no, it's cold as fuck. New England, I'm New just England. kidding. Fuck Buffalo. Uh, in New England when uh, the Patriots. Or when Tom Brady comes back to play the Patriots, is that going to be in the the wintry the wintry months? Um, every month that's not July or August in New England is a wintry month. How good month. would this be uh, on a cold, snowy day at a tailgate? Because it's so warm. Fan fucking tastic, and I would love to do it for Tom's return, the return of the king. Well, those tickets are a thousand dollars a ticket, and that's for the nosebleeds. Oh my yeah, well, gosh. you know, you rich. <laughs> yeah, you now you that. rich, so it's all good, right? Use use some of those. Hundreds of monies. Yeah, know. all them. No, it's more than hundreds <laughs> Tens now. Of Tens, Tens of, of thousands of monies Tens that this guy's money. making. He's just a fucking celebrity nowadays. This guy. Our uh, our first event here. He said, if you slip and fall, drag yourself outside. Uh, there's no point in suing me for fives for, of dollars. For my fives of dollars yes. that I have. <laughs> Don't sue me for my fives of dollars. Boy, do things change, though, huh? Oh, please. Yeah, now, now, now you might get a little more. Now, now it's might tens, get, of yeah, tens of dollars. Tens of dollars and a kill cliff. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so, I'm just so humble to be here. I'm so blessed. Hashtag, humble grind. Hashtag wonderless. Listen, you, you mentioned Killcliff. Grind, grind nation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you said drink a bros? Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. See we just had random people driving by. by. Listen, and he's a drinking bro. He listens great. to the shows. He knows we're doing it right here at Drinking Bros. We are sponsored by only the best, and that's Killcliff. Flaming Joe Ignite and Killcliff CBD. As we know, and maybe you don't know, but here's a fun fact for you. Killcliff was invented by a Navy SEAL. Now, as an Army guy, do you guys hate the Navy SEALs? Are you guys cool with them? Is no, I mean, of... without the Navy SEALs, we wouldn't have movies to watch. Ah, Books to read. It's always no. jokes. Books See, I can't read. make them as a civilian. <laughs> they but they I... got their movies. They got, they got their, their books. Book deals. I mean, hairdos, hairstyles. I mean, I bet you, I bet you, some Navy SEAL got a mullet about a year ago, and that's why mullets are trending right now. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that uh, Top Gun Two, when it comes out, will uh, Maverick will have become a Navy SEAL. Never saw Top Gun, oh. and I probably won't see the second one. Really? Fuck Tom Cruise. No, dude, to, uh, fucking Top Gun is a great movie. It's, All I know is Maverick I heard a funny and Goose. story about 
Well, anyways. We want to hear a funny story about Kill Cliff, I how do. it was invented by I'm Navy pausing. SEALs. Listen, you can overcome any obstacle with Kill Cliff CBD recovery drinks, which after the amount of Ignite we've drank tonight, we're probably going to need some recovery after this, too. Because quitting's never an option. Bill Belichick always says it, no days off. We don't take days off around here, either. Especially when um, you're doing podcasts and music all day and all night, like I am. Double whammy in it all the time, which we will be doing soon at the Brick House. By the way, we're going to do a show oh, there yeah. and then play some music yeah. after because that's what I do. Yeah, we're live at the Brick House next Tuesday. Go and check that out, motherfuckers. But anyway, the new Flaming Joe, it was sold out for a while, but since Kill Cliff is so fucking awesome, they got it right back on the shelves for you. And now, guess what? It's not only in my hand, it's going down my throat and into my belly. It is a CBD Ignite infused product. They have a bunch of different flavors too, right? They got the Flaming Joe that I mentioned, the Mango Tango, the Orange Kush that I've learned, not Crush, not... R.E.M., Orange Kush, like the pot. The goat, Tom Brady, who was referenced earlier, his favorite. The strawberry, dazed and confused. And the variety pack, which is a no-brainer, right? If you want a little bit of this, a little bit of that, variety spice of life. So go to killcliff.com and use the promo code DRINKINBROS, D-R-I-N-K-I-N-B-R-O-S. And you get 30% off. Not only the awesome drinks, but the awesome apparel that they have. You guys have seen me wear the Believe shirt. You got a Sasquatch, you got an alien, you got the all-seeing eye, you got a fucking unicorn, all the cool stuff that I do believe used to exist back in the day. But we'll talk about that on a a later show, maybe a conspiracy show. So for a limited time only, use promo code DRINKINBROS and you get 30% off all of this. There's no sugar, 20 calories per can, B vitamins, what gets you fucking going like I am right now, electrolytes, and it's all naturally flavored. You don't want that artificial bullshit, okay? We don't like fakies around here. No. We like the natties, whether they're small or not. We're all about the natties. So make sure you go to killcliff.com. <laughs> use promo code DRINKINGBROS <laughs> to get 30% off. K-I-L-L-C-L-I-F-F dot com. Make sure you use promo code DRINKINGBROS. Don't be an idiot like Tansy has been in the past and go and order shit and not use the promo code. That's what it's there for. That's why we're telling you about I it right forget, now. I forget, man. I forget. 30% off Dude, today. Um, I forget to look for that little square. I'm just like, let me just order this shit and be done with it. And then I forget to use the fucking promo codes. So speaking of the Navy SEALs and Tom Cruise, I hung out with this SEAL and his team. This is years ago, probably early 2000s, late 90s. His team was on a security detail to help Cruise do some, like, water filming. And they said that at one point they were in some deep water and Cruise fell off. It wasn't part of his stunt because, you know, he claims he does all of his stunts or whatever bullshit. (laughs) And this guy... I heard he does, though. This guy said that Cruise started crying like a small school child and was like, pull me out, bro. Pull me out. There's big sharks in the water. And he's, like, crying and, like, big, like, crocodile tears streaming down his face. Well, he is four foot nothing, so you know he's insecure about his height, right? All that adrenaline. I've never met him. You don't know anything about being insecure about your height? No, I'm not insecure about anything. Like, I'm a huge piece of shit, and, like, everybody knows that. I'm just kidding. I just like I it because I'm taller it. than you. It's, I just don't and it's going to come in handy when I beat your ass in basketball. No, you're not going to beat me in this basketball game. Dude, this I am not. you literally Never. won't score a point. You will not score a point. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not enough. That escalated hey, quickly. Just because you're drinking Kill Club, it doesn't make you a Navy SEAL, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, not, not to defend Tom Cruise in that situation, but I have seen some of the biggest, most diehard killers really? overseas. Panic in the water. Wait, waking up to a camel spider in their sleeping bag. Or, <laughs> oh, man. Or a scorpion. Okay. Listen, I was, scorpion um, in can we talk sack? about those? Because well, I've we heard were, rumors. Are I they was as sleeping, big and nasty as they look? I was sleeping in a. Um, we'd Bigger. overtaken a palace. 
And, and so we were sleeping in this palace for like two weeks. It was on a, it was just outside of Jalalabad. It was on the Jalalabad Lake. It was a, it was a fucking, um, I forgot whose, whose beach house it was, lake house it was. But anyway, um, we're sleeping there and we're with another unit, uh, an adjacent unit that had been operating with us. And so we, we, you know, we don't know each other. We're all sleeping on cots. Um, on different layers of this this lake house, and I'm sleeping next to this dude. Um, he was from Ranger Battalion, and uh, he looks over at me, and he clicks his little red light on his headlamp, and he goes, "Yo, what's up?" I was like, "No, not much. What's going on, man?" And he's like, "You good?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Are you are you good?" Like I had already been like almost asleep, and I, he's like, "All right," and he rolls back over, and we both go back to sleep. And about a minute later, he's like, "Yo, what's up?" And I was like, yo, man, do you want to talk or something? Like, what's going on? Like, why do you keep talking to me? And he's like, why do you keep touching me? Oh, and I was like, homeboy, I'm not touching you. He takes that little red <laughs> that little red uh, light, and we shine it over to the, to the wall because he's like, you're fucking touching me. I'm not, and there's a fucking finger that's probably like six inches long <laughs> off of the wall, and it's coming <laughs> out and touching finger? him. Yes, and it's touching Essentially him. touching I, him. Dude, he lost his shit. I lost my shit. I get out. I draw my fucking pistol because I had my pistol underneath my fucking pillow on the cot, and he's yelling to shoot it. The dude, homeboy's like, don't shoot it. Fucking ricochets, ricochets. Don't shoot it. I'm like, it's fucking concrete. It won't ricochet. He's like, it's right. You know, we're trying to figure out, do we shoot this thing? That motherfucker was as big as the bowl that you're eating out of right now. We threw a, a boot at it. <laughs> we threw a boot at it. And we thought we got it. Fell off the wall. Do you feel and like then, you were in Starship Troopers? And then, and then the legs came out of the oh, boot yeah. from underneath the boot, and it was moving the entire boot. We were all flipping the fuck out. I didn't want to squash it because squashing this thing would be like squashing a rat with your foot. Like, it was that big, that juicy, that disgusting. Um, everybody was laughing at us, calling us pussies and everything else. And um, I think the interpreter came over and yanked it up by its leg and tossed it out into the lake. Uh, made us feel real Real masculine when they when scream in the daylight too. Do that. The light hits them and they'll scream. We chase some out of a uh, out of a cave in southern Afghanistan, using those big like 1.5 million lumen LEDs. Yeah. Yeah. Walking in there and they're like, go in there and look for things that'll go boom, things that'll hurt us. Sure. And Those you start, will hurt you. <laughs> yeah. You start looking around and the ground's moving and you take off running and one of those things. Like this hubcat with legs comes chasing Fuck after me that. into the sunlight, and it's screaming. So, of course, I'm screaming because yeah. every, everybody's screaming. Like when the wildlife screams, people scream too. Fuck it's, that. it's what you do, and I'm running from it. And before that, like I'm, you know, I'm just this, this cock-hard, dedicated infantry combat killer, right? Call ourselves dicks, and we're... You know, the biggest, the baddest things on the face of the earth. Leave it to a spy that they change that. Until a size 12 boot is chasing you. <laughs> well, yeah, screaming. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's screaming, and then it gets it gets in my shadow, and it just sits there and it looks at me because it's happy now. Like, it's out of the sunlight. It likes the dark. Yeah. yeah. It's just sitting there whispering, like, I am the darkness. And I'm, <laughs> I'm lifting my boot, but I can still see the body of the spider. Yeah. And if you've ever gone to step on something... <laughs> And you, you got your foot over it, but you still see the body. Yeah. Not just the legs, but the body is there. You'll think you twice. shoot it. Bring back napalm. You shoot it and you run. Yeah. Like and and I shamelessly shot it. You shot a spider. <laughs> I shot a spider. And did you go like, like oh like you, you look on Facebook and you got you know, or YouTube, and you got old boys sitting there dressed up talking about, oh, I used a can of hairspray and a and a lighter and made a flamethrower and burnt my house down. I would burn my house down. To oh, kill I'd fucking light that shit. I would bulldoze that motherfucker in, in a heartbeat. heartbeat. No thanks. So then you must have a tough time watching Starship Troopers after that, right? 
<laughs> not not really, because I know that those ones are fake. And you also see What's-Her-Face's tits, too, right? Which yeah. It, a fun time. You, Denise you Richards, is that her name? What's her name? Who's the chick that you see her tits in Starship Troopers? No, I think it's it's the other girl, not Denise Richards. I think it's the one that followed him into basic. Uh, yeah. Either way. In I that, think those were natties, by the way. Scene. And again, we prefer uh, small natties over big fakies around here. I like hey. Demi Moore. Ah, Demi Moore. She, yeah, like, she, she likes in, them uh, younger, so I have a chance. She was a, she was a Navy SEAL. She was G.I. Jane, right? I, mean, I actually took a shower in the same shower that the shower scene was filmed in. Well, she was naked. That was in Camp Blanding, Florida. I've actually showered in that So you were naked with Demi Moore. You were technically naked and naked. I showered with Demi Moore. Did you masturbate in that shower? Oh, God. Um, You're a pussy if you didn't. Every every shower. (laughs) No, no, Uh, what's another cool place to masturbate? Oh, my God. On a ghost bed. Oh, ghost bed. We love ghost bed because they've been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros for the past five years. Everyone raves about them. Super comfortable mattresses that last forever have a 20 year warranty on each mattress made in the. USA, 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 USA. You can try it out for 101 nights. Uh, if you are not satisfied, you can easily return it. Each ghost bed mattress has cooling technology in it so that you are not hot at night. Uh, literally, you can stay cool while staying hard, baby. The mattresses are awesome. Right now, Ghost Bed is offering a flash sale. All right, because they're new sponsors to the Tailgate Legends, baby. 40% off ghost bed bundles where you get a mattress and adjustable base. That's a lot of so money So you just off, got a new man. house. When you throw that shit in you your just, cart. You just got a new house. Time if for you a new need, bed. If you need a new bed, baby, ghost bed. Literally, they've been sponsoring the Drinking Bros. Huge supporters of the military. I mean, absolutely. This, this deal used to be only for military. They've now changed it to all the Drinking Bros because the uh, Drinking Bros, even Primarily, the people that, that yeah. aren't military, they're just big supporters of, and they're usually law enforcement or have some kind of veteran background. So it's 40% off if you use the promo code Drinking Bros. And you can go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros to get that 40% off, or you can get 30% off of everything if you just use that same code. So even if you don't want the mattress and the bed, but you want the pillows and the, the cases and all that things, so you can get 30% off of that stuff. Ghost beds are so comfortable, I would sleep in one with a camel spider. That's how comfortable ghost beds nah, are. Nah, I'm not going to go that way. <laughs> I'll endorse it. There, will, sometimes, you will. sometimes there's a line. <laughs> yeah. If there was a ghost bed in a and hotel room, Eric, would you sleep in the same bed as Joe? Because I know you slept on the floor one time. Well, we, you know, we didn't tell you about our Dallas trip. <laughs> yeah, we did sleep. Um, we had two beds. No, we um, didn't. Tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, two beds you know that what? they pushed together. Be- yeah. Yeah. They did not have. <laughs> yeah, Got him. But they did not have an adjustable base. Uh, they, they were not best This is their called class, diversion. Like, in interview and interrogation, uh, this is called diversion. He, say- he will not. He will not embrace what I'm throwing down right now. Um, all, all I wish was, even though we did have one bed and we snugged a little bit, I do wish it was a ghost bed. It would have been a lot more fun. Snug. Look, our publicist said, Front spoon or back spoon? Well, we could say whatever the fuck we want on this show, <laughs> but don't fuck up the ad reads. And you guys are fucking up the ad reads. So it's really the one thing that keeps this shit show on the road and this Korean gnocchi in my mouth that I'm trying to chew on. And we're fucking it all up. But... Yeah, they do come with an adjustable base for a very low price. You save thousands compared to others. The adjustable base has 15 massage modes, zero gravity, and some other awesome features. You can buy a mattress for like $35 a month, even if you have mediocre credit. They have zero down, 0% it's fi- 0% financing. Check it out, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Again, made in the good old US of A. 40% off mattresses and adjustable base, or 30% off mattresses plus two free pillows. If you use that 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 um, promo code drinking bros. Uh, and the adjustable base with 15 massage modes, zero gravity, way less than the competition. I'm thinking with your new home, we got to get you into a ghost bed somehow. 
Uh, uh, that sounds like... Maybe that'll make your wife happy for coming out here so late when you're supposed to be moving furniture heavy shit into your house. Yeah, you're supposed uh, to be here for 30 minutes. Celebrating Maybe we surprise her with a ghost bed. Our home like, by. Um, we surprise her with a ghost bed and a gangbang. Because I mean, who would be upset oh with that, gosh. right? You know, four handsome dudes, one girl, one ghost bed. I'm just kidding. Five out of six... <laughs> Agree. It's the best <laughs> night of their life. <laughs> it's, only reason I made that joke is because he is infantry. Um, and and uh, I wasn't and sure how he's going to recover from that, and then he just came off the top rope. Know how he would recover, though? He would recover with some uh, Kill Cliff CBD recovery. Oh, man. Um, so do you have a, a favorite sport that you like to tailgate for? Do you tailgate at any live sporting events? So I was a big one for college football and uh, for – for a good while there, but the time that it became okay to take a knee on flags, to take a knee during the national anthem, to decide that it's okay to pick and choose whose name is allowed on a helmet and who you can immortalize. Yeah, you know. No, I agree. That, I, that's when I stopped watching sports. Same here, brother. Uh, I stopped watching when Villanueva had to go out on the field by himself um, mm. to support the national anthem, and when that team did not follow Bullshit. him, and then uh, they made him apologize. And then they made him apologize. Well, I'll play devil's advocate here again. I didn't fight for my country. I'm not as brave as you guys are, but I'll. I don't agree necessarily with Kaepernick. But I defend his that. right it's to do that. it. It's not that. It's not that. It's the fact that they are picking and choosing. Um, like when, sure. all, when they want, when one team wants to put a police officer's name on the back of the helmet, they're not allowed. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. But they want to put yes, yes. But when they put, you know, so it's the whole polarizing. Sure. The whole thing. It's it's a. But that's more that. the media's fault than the actual wasn't players' fault. Wasn't Tebow I was drummed exactly, out? I was exactly going to get to that. Prayer. But, but My, you know what? Tebow's back, yes. baby. <laughs> there goes our hero. Watch him as Watch he him goes. As he goes. Uh, a little shout out to uh, Foo Fighters there. But no. A little shout out to Tim Tebow because he's going to fucking rage. He's a tight end. He's looking beefy as fuck. He does look the beefy as fuck. fucking Christian hey, crusher. Did, did you see what he's I'm doing, ready, though? Baby. He's honoring his fallen comrade, Aaron Hernandez, wearing number 85. Because, you know, oh, him since it's Pride Month, we'll give Aaron Hernandez a shout out here. But um, what I was going to say about the whole kneeling thing is I, I defend the right to do whatever the fuck you want because yeah. that's this country. I don't necessarily agree with Kaepernick. I think he's full of shit, and he became a hero by just faking it till he made it. And I don't think he deserves— He's purchased, brother. Yeah. If, you know, Nike real. gave them this huge endorsement because he's a martyr, yeah. really, is what he is. But again, I also defend the fact that he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's, he's a woke mob— Poster child. Yes, of course That's he is. It. Of course he, he is. has. No, he will go out for the next sellout. He yes, will do the next. And, and like he referenced, Tebow got a lot of flack for taking the knee in the name of Jesus, and people were like, "How dare he wear his religion and heart on his sleeve for that?" Now, again, like I said, Kaepernick can do whatever the fuck he wants. I think Tebow should have been able to do whatever the fuck he wants, and they both did to an extent. Right. But it's all about. I have more of a problem not with decide the stance that they choose about how it's portrayed in the media where Tebow was too polarizing and this and that. Now Tebow comes back into the league and quickly the first thing people talk about is, why isn't Kaepernick back in the league? But Tebow is. This is white privilege and some bullshit. I think it's skill level. Yeah, Kaepernick was not good. And you know what? Tebow wasn't a great quarterback either, but he changed his he position. He fucking went to the playoffs. He beat Kaepernick the went to the Super Bowl, though. In the playoffs. Kaepernick went to the Super Bowl, to be fair. Right. But the thing is, with Kaepernick, he, he had a little See, run. I tried to sports. I tried to sports. <laughs> you can yeah. get he, from it. he had yeah. a quick but run, but he, he faded did. out. They both, yeah, they the both had quick runs and faded out. Now, if Kaepernick was like, no, know, I'm going to play wide receiver now. You see uh, Tim Tebow's guns 
You see those cannons. You see those fucking quads, those thighs. Man, you, you wouldn't advert your eyes if he was naked, would you? <laughs> no, hell no. It's Pride Month, baby. <laughs> um, but listen, the Christian Crusher, that's what I've deemed him. I love I'm that. Buying, look, I've got a fucking toy. I never took it out of the wrapper. Um, I, I've, I've stowed it Just away. Just sat on it. It's the only thing that I've collected. <laughs> I feel like when you when you reference Tebow, you're referencing God himself uh, or Jesus. So that was uh, How did we go from talking about a naked guy to our friend making a vibrator sound when With you're talking Tebow about toy. a toy? A Tebow toy. Oh, what kind of toy uh, is it? I don't get it. It's a Tebow toy. It's a... A man, a man, butt plug. <laughs> now, now, now he's now he's lost. You nerds know what I'm talking about. You're like, what's not a toy? What, you, what a are you talking American. about? It's, it's, a, it's a model. It's, it's a my model. doll. It's a model. Yeah, it's a model. It's actually on the chair that he's sitting on right now. You know what? I'm gonna break it out for the next. Is show. that is that I'll what you that keep right controlling there. with your phone? Because I noticed the pitch of his voice changing. He just keeps propping up every time I click the button on the side. Ooh, ooh. So man, you you reference. Have the, you been to Adam and Eve lately? God bless. There are so many. No, but I know you and Ashley have. There's so many sex toys in there. Where do you even start? I mean, oh, shit. She's coming over here. The, uh, <laughs> grabbing a lighter. Um, speak. speak. I, I want to talk about the, the games that you're playing, right? It's, and this isn't an insult by any means. It's similar to like LARPing, as they call it, right? Where What is LARPing? So LARPing's like. Um, is that a porn category? Live action role play. See, he knows. He's, oh, he's a, a full, full on a, nerd, once, right? Once you're a nerd. You're always a nerd, you're but there's still nerds the that we make fun of. Oh, of course, of course, because you're a nerd who could kick most nerds' asses. I, I'm right? like a nerd elitist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the he old became a nerd so that he could rise above all the ones. That's why he's all jacked and fucking shredded like he is. Hey, Scott taught me that. He said you put your hands on the edge of the table and you post. Yeah. And he's like, you may not win the dice roll, yeah. but you're gonna win control yeah. of that table. Okay. I so. can see him saying that. He's got the Santa Claus beard. He looks like Mel Gibson he, he from does, the movie. He does Claus. look like Fat Man. Yes, he does. But he's not fat. But I guess Mel Gibson wasn't fat that movie he's, either. So yeah, they pumped him so up. So true story. We're down in, uh, well, up in Arlington for a big old, the Nova Open, North Virginia uh, Open. Big gaming. <laughs> big big gaming That's nerd thing, right? That's the shit I've ever heard. Yeah, before. I mean, and you're talking of. You know, tens of thousands of nerds <laughs> gathered together, and here's Scott. You so you know, mean the insurrection. He, you know, he's a black belt. He does CrossFit, so obviously he drinks yeah. Kill Cliffs. Yes, looks does. like some badass Santa. Everybody here drinks Kill. And then the third member of our team is a uh, Sear School corpsman and for instructor. Okay. Right, and he's currently one of the best schools Sam. I ever went to. By the way, Sear glorious guy. C was the the best school I ever went to. And so there's there's the three of us, and we're you know I'm no slouch, but I was the smallest of the group. Right, of you're us. fucking. And here we are riding bird scooters across oh, a cobblestone yeah. Eric, sidewalk. Those are fun. Through those Arlington, are fun. surrounded by nerds. Probably average weight class of like 340, 350. <laughs> and so I see a moment and I take control of this moment and I yell into my shirt pocket at my cell phone and I'm like, Siri, play Kenny Loggins. Because every vet, regardless of branch served, has Danger Zone. Yeah. On their phone. So I'm like, Siri's going to play the only Kenny Loggins song I have on my phone. Okay. But no, picking up that I would be on a podcast during Pride Month, Siri decides to play Footloose. Footloose. 
hot, full volume. There's three of us in like skin tight t shirts, you know, flexing <laughs> on these little bird scooters on cobblestone. Scoot the gang, scoot the gang, scoot the gang. So I, I can't even let go of the handlebars to mute my phone or turn the music down. I'm yelling at Siri as Siri, I'm stop, yeah. Siri, Siri, stop it. Across this thing, and she can't hear me because the volume's so loud. Yeah. And then you got this guy that's like twice the man I am, and you, you could tell because of his pants size and whatnot, but sure. he's outside he and he's doing something. He's. He is massive. There was more of him hanging over his belt than there is oh, in my that pants. that type of massive. Okay. And he points at me and he goes, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> was the that the shame, low moment for you? The shame, <laughs> the shame is there. And Sam gets so angry that he, like, clenches on his Chick-fil-A cup. Oh, that's no. styrofoam because he's resting his wrist on his uh, handles of yeah. his scooter. Ruined his soda blows up uh. in his face. He's filling Christ's own chicken <laughs> with Dr. Pepper. Christ's own chicken. In a paper bag. Large chicken, man. Which then tears. I actually had chicken yeah, lunch paper. Check for lunch. Check for Falls, and his chicken sandwich gets lodged somehow between the forks and the front wheel of his scooter. And he just soldier boys no, over the handlebars stop. on a cobblestone. You and we we went from being like the baddest mofos in this entire city uh, had the turns to the lowest of the low. And like two days later, there's still some fat guy that can only grow a beard on his Adam's apple. And he clawed his way out of grandma's basement. She sponsored him to play the game. And he points and he's like, you're those nerds. Yeah. Footloose. Yeah. Foot. And you're just. Oh, man. You Listen, can't, we need you to. You can't bench you that need, away. You, Because I'm never going to know when you guys are going to do this. But you need to text me when there's a big nerd event. And we're going to go yeah, into a tailgate, tailgate legend there, show for the event. Awesome. So we're going we're gonna to post up like we are tonight. We're going to post up one of your events. Oh, and we're going to yes. bring some dudes up, some of these basement dwellers. I want to make some mom's basement food. Over. We'll make some. We'll make prison Mom. food. Oh, yeah. Um, prison that food. That would be fun. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, but, you, but you're really into in prison food. In a toilet? Like, I know. He likes like some food. fancy you make cheese it in a toilet, though, right? I, I some Blackstone cheese Oh, you know what? Speaking of prison food, I made, we had our two-year instill distilling. Makers of the finest rums in North America. We had the Girl number two. Yeah, girl lady number two. two. Oh, that's your lady favorite girl? Number lady two. number Always. two. Uh, I'm a lady three guy. Uh, but lady one's closest to my heart because she was my first. You know, and you never let go of your first. Um, but uh, we had our two-year anniversary here, and we cooked pig. And Chef Buwak, I made uh, Mexican street corn, and we were out. Oh, we ran out. you did it. We did it, and we ran out very quickly. I heard the um, music was good that day. Who played? Did you, how did you make it? Shitty band name as we all flew. It actually wasn't. It was pretty much just me and a couple of the kids from Probable Cause. It was actually a rad. No, it was band, actually. Though. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good turnout. Music was great. Everything was great. The, the weather held off for us. The yeah, pig it wasn't was too bad. amazing that we cooked, uh, and the Mexican Mexican street corn was a hit. And I bought it Always from Compare hit. Foods. The the woman I bought it from her name was Dariana. She didn't speak English. We had to do it through phones because not very many people like Compare Foods. Speak Google English. Translate. And um and she told me that I had to have a certain seasoning to go on. It, and it mm-hmm. was like a lime-based tahine. Tahine, yep. And mm-hmm. so I actually added tahine to the Cheetos only because she put it in my cart, and I felt if I took it out of the you cart, are it basically would be a sign Hispanic of, now. Uh, well, That's I am. A, my wife was, told me I'm an honorary Hispanic, and I'm she's Hispanic, Hispanic, so that means I can make you Hispanic. Yep. Uh, I'm fine with that. I like the Hispanic culture. Yeah, blood uh, in, I'm, blood I'm out. Right? Yeah. No, you know, know what culture right, I really? like? I like the gay culture, and I'm a heterosexual male. <laughs> but it's Pride Month, and Tansy didn't want me to talk about it, but I will. And Pride Month is the month of June when, you know, gay marriage became legal. I think gay oh, marriage. Is that, why be, is that why it's Pride Month? It is. I didn't know that. 
It was June 26th, mm, actually, in the year of our Lord, 2015, 14, I want to say. Um, but a, a big gay icon who I love and near and dear to my heart is Freddie Mercury. Yes. So I'd like to yeah. go around the table and uh, ask everyone who their favorite gay icon is. We'll start with you, Tansy. Um, I'd have to say The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> not a bad one. Not a bad one. He's my favorite. He's a, he's a big gay icon, for sure, for sure. Chef Puhak, who's he, your favorite He's gay not icon? famous, but uh, when I was sous chef at this place in Philly, at this big old giant Texan, he's six foot five, named Randall, and just flamboyant as can be, man. And he was an opera singer, and he sang baritone in a southern accent. He was the best gay that I've ever known. <laughs> the best gay? He, like, he gets the known. gay trophy for me. <laughs> I mean, it's tough to beat Freddie Mercury. So far, I'm winning this one, but can you one-up me? I I can't like I got to piggyback on Freddie Mercury. Right? Isn't he fucking great? Um, Do you see I Bohemian mean, Rhapsody? I I did. My wife is a die-hard Queen a fan. Movie. Queen is so. unbelievable. And Rami Malek to the But did you see Walking Tall? Of course. The Where rock? is this rock thing coming from? Is he not gay? Or are you just gay for the rock? No, is he, I, I think you're just gay is for he the not rock. Gay? I was hoping he was gay because uh, you're thinking of the pasty one, get, the Vin Diesel. I, I think, get rock hard with uh, <laughs> Vin Diesel gay. I get rock hard for the rock. I think so, <laughs> dude. He he's been super weird lately. The Rock has been going live on TikTok at like seven to eight thirty in the morning and just taking a top off a bottle and throwing it. He's on Samoan time. Is it Samoan time? Because I'm like, time. I'm I'm scrolling TikTok in bed, and I'm like, this dude is getting housed before well, the I think sun's he's all one the of way those up. Guys who gets oh, up with yeah. the ass crack, and like Jocko Wilnick always posts like what time he gets up in the morning. It's kind of a hard though thing, but I like Jocko. But I mean, th- what I what does that mean, Samoan? Like, what is it like that big of a time difference? Uh, well, yeah, it's probably like twelve hours. It's, yeah, wait, from us, I think it's six hours. Six eight. Hawaii is six hours, so it should be six. It's six hours earlier. Six plus behind us. Right. Right. No, that makes sense. So it's the middle of the night. So he's in California, and it's yeah. I mean, it's not even closing time yet. Mm -hmm. So you just you're just gonna stick with the Rock, Tansy. That's your favorite gay icon. Well, I mean, if you're saying he's not gay, which is a huge disappointment. A lot of people say Scar from The Lion King was gay and a big gay icon. So I didn't. I didn't. The was, cartoons had a sexual. You know, I just. I don't pay attention Ed to people's was. sexual preferences. Like I try not to like give two fucks about who you're fucking or what you're fucking. Um, I don't kink shame. I don't give a shit. So I don't really know who's gay and who's not because whoa, I really just whoa, don't care. Whoa. Well, tonight it, I was. It's 2021. You yeah. can't. You can't look at people and just be like, "Hey, you're a good person or you're a bad person." I gotta label you, you as a gay. You gotta, you gotta know who they voted them. for first. You, so when you I them straights, you gotta lay out I mean, I'm some like, pronouns. I'm like Are you gay for straight? I'm like I'm gay for straight, baby. Go um, out and buy that shirt. Drinkingbros.com. Drinkingbros.com. Gay for straight. Uh, that's a real shirt out there. It really is. And it's a it was sold out. Big seller too. Gay for straight. And George Straight's back on back on tour, baby. So is so Willie that, Nelson. So get that gay for straight shirt. Um, no, but uh, what was I saying about the... You're talking about how gay you are. Well, pff, whatever. <laughs> rock hard for the rock. I yeah, think. rock hard for the rock. Where I was at? I don't even remember where I was going with all that. This, Did uh, you fucking, know the rock played... So Rums got me all Played college up. football at Miami. Did yeah, you? I know. Yeah, he was a beast. Of course, I know everything about him. Yeah, you knew that? that was That's a sport. He smells different when he's awake. <laughs> That the is, rock would that is really awkward lunch. too when they Do you know what you the rock is cooking? Know that. I mean, I like to take the stance on Creed from The Office where he was like, I made out with a lot of girls in the mud in in Woodstock. I had to tell if a guy slipped. He's like, guy could have slipped in, would be no way of knowing. Yeah, impossible to know. You know, I know a fun no fact about Creed. <laughs> he actually played in the band The Grassroots. Yeah, True he's story. a real rock star. He's a real rock star. He told a, he was on uh, pardon my take a uh, 
Barstool podcast, and he talked about the story where we all know that he was um, where he was playing for David Crosby of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Speaking of gay, and I'm in the middle and of a story. To totally interrupt up. you. Yeah. Everybody that ever comes onto this podcast always asks, they're like, "Hey, is he?" Uh, is he gay? Me? Yeah, oh, yeah. I get it all the time. I'm totally okay with saying that a lot of people question my sexuality and think that I might be gay. I'm okay with it. I was raised it's by women. myself. I don't have a dad. I was raised by women. I was raised by an awesome mom. I'm very flamboyant. She's I'm okay dad. with my sexuality. Yeah, she's my mom she's and my dad. Yeah, she I'd was. Suck um, her dick. This Whoa. is this is getting weird. Anyway, my point was Creed Creed told Creed told a <laughs> Creed told a cool story that's, how we That's not unweirding it. Dig up. Dig up. I just want to yeah. tell my fucking Creed story. <laughs> Dig up. Fucking asshole. I've had like three hurricanes over here, homie, and now we're talking about gay and shit. And you're just falling down not, It's room. not gay shit. It's actually cool shit where Creed and his band, The Grassroots, were playing for David Crosby, and he took some acid from a gypsy woman before he started playing, not knowing that the rest of his band wasn't partaking in the acid dropping. So he's the only one, and he said that he felt so bad for the speakers that he was playing out of that they were making so much noise. So he felt so inclined to take off all his clothes in the middle of the show. And this is Creed? Yes, yeah, Creed Bratton, which is his real name. Is that when he's saying, my yeah. own prison? It's <laughs> <laughs> a different Creed. Um, but we, we will sing that Creed later. But um, David Crosby was not happy. Me yeah, make everything sound like the letter Scott R. Staff. That's a different guy. So Creed the band is Scott Staff with arms wide open. That's who I'm. That's all I heard. I'm talking about Creed Bratton from The Office who oh, played in the grassroots. Keep up. Excuse Let's live me. for today. Drink some Kill Cliff and keep the fuck up. Yeah, I'm, I mean, catch I'm up. I'm still stuck on Tansy being gay. <laughs> See, there'd be no way of knowing. No. Um, I can you confirm. Are, I support After you Dallas, would. I, support I can that. definitely confirm. It's chilly. <laughs> Again, he was the little. We the got little off the spoon. plane. We got off the plane, and the in Austin when we were in Austin for the Austin show. We're gonna let you get out of here in two seconds. Um, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I know <laughs> you're. Good. You're you already in trouble. Fuck down until we tell you you're done. You, you said that um, what like an hour and a yeah, half. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna borrow you uh, for 30, thirty minutes, minutes. bro. But uh, we got off the plane in That's Austin, fancy top ramen. And, and there's so many fucking homeless people in Austin. And the three of us um, at the time, we had a, a manager working with us and and a booking guy, and and we're all walking through. Uh, Austin, and the first words out of an Austonian's mouth was a homeless guy. And he walks up, he stops the three of us on the sidewalk. Obviously, you think he's going to ask us for money. And he goes, which one of you three boys is fucking the other one? <laughs> and I, <laughs> no hesitation, the other, the no hesitation went, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, because Just everyone knows. I'm but the you know what? I don't get gay pride month because I'm proud of you every day of the year. Aw, thanks, Dad. I'm proud of you every day of the year. I That's what care. I call him, his daddy. I don't care how gay you are, son. <laughs> I, I wish my mom didn't care. Daddy will always be proud of you. Always. <laughs> really? Unless you become a politician, then change your name and get the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair so enough. Pretty tolerant, get, but you, you don't have to worry about that. I'll never become a politician because only pieces of shit become politicians. Ain't well, right? And you have to be somewhat smart. And that uh, yeah, automatically I'm lacking on that, too. <laughs> I didn't go to BU. I didn't go to BU and um, make silly TikTok videos of me dancing. Where like, are we at uh, in these playoffs, AOC. homeboy? What do we? Uh, I know a bunch of teams have gotten kicked out of so, the uh, NHL. Um, rest in pieces. Yeah, know who uh, didn't? The Boston Bruins. They're still going. They um they lost the last time I checked. And again, I know the show is going to air on Friday. And the so. Hurricanes. They just lost yesterday. 
Uh, no, we don't call them the Hurricanes. We call them the Hartford Whalers, where I'm from, okay? We don't give a fuck about the Hurricanes because the last two times the Hurricanes have had their season ended, it was at the hands of the big bad Boston Bruins. So I love reminding Kaniacs out there that the Bruins end their season all the time. And they're irrelevant. Nobody gives a shit about hockey down I in North Carolina I honestly didn't even know anymore. they were a team until I moved down here. Yeah, exactly. They used to be the Hartford Whalers. But who gives a shit about them? In the NBA, it's looking like it's going to end up being the Lakers. I don't want it to be, but it's looking like it's going to be the Nets and the Lakers. Two powerhouse teams, two teams that I fucking hate. I hate everyone on the Nets. I hate Durant and Harden and Kyrie. I hate LeBron, even, even though Anthony Davis maybe went down. Maybe it's you. When you start hating everybody around you, maybe you're the problem. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. I do you have really a lot of hate in my heart. But, um, the common denominator. Know. I hate everyone who isn't, who isn't from, from Boston and representing my team. Is this when we do our intervention for him? Go ahead and try. No, I'll no. stick this fucking no. fake chopstick right in my eye before you try to give me an intervention. <laughs> I don't I need any... smarter. It's like a lobotomy. It's like a free lobotomy. He oh, comes out that's like what the Kennedys did to that daughter that time, right? Just took her brain right out. That's, <laughs> yeah. That is what so happened. Is Since true. we're talking about Boston and the Kennedys are, you know, Boston royalty, that is exactly yeah. what they did. They well, our the next show, um, we, we have a live show coming up at the Brick House on Tuesday. We hope that all you drinking bros, you're listening to this on Friday. On Tuesday, meet us at the Brick House. We, uh, show starts at 6. The pregame starts at 4. Live music following the show at 7. As we all by, float. As we all float. Follow us on um, Instagrammies. If you're watching us on YouTube because you want to see this hammer the like button, Jason, next to us, hammer that like button. We are shadow banned. For using the C-U-N-T word too but, many times. But do you know what this is, Tansy? Our first show that we didn't use that word? No, this is the the part of the show where we get to the drinking bro oh, of the week. Yeah, man. Drinking bro drinkin of the bro week. Of the week. Oh. Can you take me, me higher? Um, we uh, have a drinking bro of the week. You get to pick. has to be a living soul, a living human being. But you get to pick who it is. Uh, it's just somebody who inspires you, or it could be a bro it doesn't fucking matter. But somebody who inspires you, somebody that keeps you motivated, keeps you going every day. It can be a celebrity, it can be a normal folk. Uh, it could be Boston Joe. We know that that's not going to be the case. But you get to pick. Who's your drinking bro of the week, homeboy? Oh, man. No pressure. Hey, we'd love to put you on the spot. Yeah. No, no, no pressure, right? Yeah. No so pressure. this is, this is where I is. should be all like, oh, somebody heart wrenching, somebody that just could be. reach out. Or it could just be a real piece of shit. Mel Gibson and, and the Patriot. Yeah, it could be. It could be that. <laughs> How are you going to take the Patriot over Braveheart? Like, oh, I wouldn't. No, don't get like me wrong. Like, I'm absolutely well, because crushed it, because it right now. Because it's American. Because you know. it has to be living, and, and Mel Gibson from Braveheart's dead. He, William he Wallace. Is, he he his, but, his, yeah, I'm sure the Revolutionary War character he played in The Patriot is still alive. It's right? an ageless no. film, though. It is. So is Braveheart. Braveheart is Tom Brady's favorite movie. If I had the chance to have a drinking bro of the week, every week I it would be Tom Brady. I bet you Brady cries every time. I fucking cry every time. I so. cry. How could you I not? Mean, if you don't cry, you're a sociopath. No, it's when the sword is, like, swaying in the oh. grass there. So You want to run through a fucking brick wall after that. So not to curry points or anything, but don't a, say bad, curry. a badass drinking bro right off the top would be the Gronk. Gronkowski. Oh, oh here we go. I wow, mean, that's a good one. I that mean, might be one of our best drinking yeah. How How many sports personalities come out there flashing their money gay? everywhere? I'm just kidding. Burning through their money. Like, here's a financially responsible mm-hmm. guy that showed up and said, hey, I'm making more money than I can spend. I miss Gronk. Let me just go to Tampa. Enjoy the beach. No. Enjoy- Tom's I'm, there. I'm too young Tom's, to go there. Tom's, Tom's, join the, Tom's uh, there. Join the cruise cruise cult, uh, Scientology, start wearing the red because they're all up there in Sarasota. No, because then I have to clean bathrooms with a fucking toothbrush, and I don't want to eh, do that shit. You'd be good shit. at it. 
You oh, what? Well, it's, it's called prospecting. We've all done. Probably it. better at that than you are at podcasting. I'll tell you that. Oh, that's, um, oh, the Gronk. But the Gronk. That's a good one, man. Well, listen, guys, it's been a great tailgate. We have gone late. I've had way too much fucking rum tonight. Yeah, you have. Um, and there's still a party behind us that we got to get inside to. Uh, from everybody here at Tailgate Legend, Chef Puhak from Conspiracy Cuisine, Boston Joe at Boston Joe on Instagram. Sixteen. Jason, Joe, you guys, 16. it's um, what's your Instagrams, Facebook handles? Uh, just, you can find me at Legion Redacted on If you're a Facebook. nerd, you'll find him. You'll find him. If you can't find him, you don't belong in the group. You're, That's right. Get you're out. not nerd enough. <laughs> you're not nerd enough. Get on a Reddit forum. Figure it out. Uh, I'm Eric Tanzi. At Eric Tanzi Official is my Instagrammies. Um, and I've got some big news dropping on there. Drinking Bros related. Uh, in the next, uh, shit, it's got to be a couple of days coming out. Uh, Ross had, had mentioned it on Drinking Bros. Um, but I'm not allowed to mention it. He mentioned it on Ross Patterson Revolution. But I'm not allowed to mention it yet. So it's we're funny how that works. On that. Uh, but you know what? Who gives a fuck? I just show him do what I'm told. Uh, Noel White's our producer. He's the one that makes us sound fucking awesome. Brought and to puts you up with us. Kill Cliff and GhostBed.com Instill Distilling Company. Until next time folks can you take me higher